Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. morning. Welcome to the show this morning. How is everybody doing? <sighs> Feels good just to chill for a minute sometimes, doesn't it? Crazy weekend in my world. Busy but awesome. I was um, at a wedding officiating for a family member, which was super cool since I've had other family members get married this summer and didn't ask me to officiate. And i got to say, that was hurtful. But you just have to suck it up, princess, right? I've spent a lot of this summer working through that energy because, like I said, hurtful. And so um, I feel like I did a good job. (laughs) I haven't been whining about it constantly, so, you know. (laughs) You know, it is what it is. Um, I can't force myself on them. And I know that sometimes, not sometimes, a lot of times they just feel like I'm too much, right? It's funny because a friend posted that on her status this morning, how, you know, sometimes she gets told, you know, she's just too much, she's too too big of energy, too much. And I get that often. How come you're always so happy? Are you always happy? Are you just, you know, and they make you feel like you're too much. But is it true? I guess maybe for them. But is it your problem? No, but they try to make it your problem, don't they? They do. And, you know, It's a challenge, especially if you're empathic, because you're well aware, right? You know what they're thinking. You know what they think of you, and it's it's interesting. It is. Um, I just joined a group about some, you know, female leadership, and I um, came across a quote that someone had put on, and I thought it was so timely. Because basically I was drawn, of course, to this post about um, how people handle when they have businesses and their family members do not want their services. And... um, they said, you know, it's fu- it's easier to generate business with strangers. And I'm like, hey, that's cool. I I am relate to that. And a lovely lady put this meme on. I don't know if it's a meme, but it's a post. You know why strangers support you more than the people you actually know? Because the people you know have a tough time accepting that you come from the same place, but they're still stuck there. 
I found that very timely, considering some of the things that I saw and experienced on the weekend. So I got to do a wedding for someone I adore. I was really honored that she asked. But when she asked, I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I wasn't about to say no, but I wasn't sure if I should say yes. Because some of her immediate family does not like me. I'm well aware. And I guess they're my immediate family too. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> um, they don't like me. I don't fit into what they want me to fit into. I know, weird, right? I'm the psychedelic sheep of the family. They'd like me to be the black sheep, but I refuse to own that. And so years ago, I didn't do what one of, actually more than one, a few of these people wanted me to do or be who they needed me to be. I make my own trails. I always have. I've been sassy the whole, my whole life. And so it didn't go well because I'm like, uh, no, thank you. I I have no interest in what you think I should do. I'm going to figure it out myself. I don't like being told what to do. It's not my favorite. And so it's been years. I just like, you know what? I'm not I'm not accepting or I'm not going to say it's okay some of the situations that happened because they were jerks and I got blamed for things that I had nothing to do with by more than one person and I'm like you know what that's that's just how it is it's not okay for me I don't I don't feel the urge to turn the other cheek and suck up and pretend that it's okay when you're treating me badly I don't need that I don't need you in my life. And I've made that clear. So doing this wedding, it was a struggle. Do I, don't I? Because, you know, I really adore the bride. And most people probably don't even know how much we chat because we don't broadcast it. Because I would never want to get her, like, make it more awkward for her with her family members. Mine too. I know I keep saying that because I don't want ah. And so it was interesting. I had to go through a process. I had to clear energies. I had to get myself totally in the zone. Sometime I'll be prepared to share the BS that happened. Not yet. Not yet. It's not time. Completely ridiculous. But, you know, that's some people... That's just who they are and how they roll. And some energies happened. Some things happened on that day. I have to say, though, her wedding ceremony, which is what I was in charge of, went beautiful. Except I forgot to tell everybody to sit down. And um, I shared my duties with one of her best friends, and he did a stellar job. And it was great. I had so many compliments from the groom side of the family, so many Not so much from my side of the family. Huh. I got, oh, I didn't know you were a justice of the peace. Well, I'm not. I'm a reverend. And they're like, oh. And 
then later on, oh, well, what what kind of reverend are you? And I said, Canadian International Metaphysical Ministry. And they're like, oh, like it's not good enough. Or like, oh, of course you are, because that's just, you know, you probably just got it online and it's not important. Okay. <laughs> you can think whatever you want to think, right? That's a, Go ahead. I'm having fun with it. Since then, I got two calls from people who heard I was amazing at weddings. I know, right? But how do you handle? I mean, we have this society pressure that family is supposed to be all loving and, you know, there for you and supportive. But how, is that true? How many of us have families that are actually like that? Families are our best teachers families don't seem to like when you're different when they can't understand you one of the things is that i do tell the truth i call things as i see them and i love to have conversations about it and my family doesn't like that they would rather just ignore it not have to talk about it not talk about their feelings and emotions so as you can see it's obvious why they don't know what to do with me, right? I annoy them completely. So I'm like, so tell me. Um, I noticed that you were feeling uncomfortable with that. Can we talk about it? No, Shannon, we can't. <laughs> what? I know, right? <laughs> now, I mean, I have to laugh because I was pretty upset about some of the things after and I had I have to support someone who was also upset with the way some of the things went was I surprised no but you know I decided this last couple of years that I'm going to take a break from calling people on their stuff to try to understand it better and have a conversation I wanted to see if it would change things. I know I've talked about this before. I wanted to see if I was attracting situations to write about them. I wanted to see if the energy of stuff would change. It didn't. I mean, I shouldn't be surprised because some of the people in the scenarios don't read my blog or listen to my radio shows or even support me in any way, so I shouldn't have been surprised, <laughs> right? <laughs> but I wanted to try. I did. I wanted to see energetically if it would change things. So just to warn you, you're going to get Sassy Shannon back, writing blogs, telling stories. Absolutely. I mean, I know I've still told lots on the radio show, sort of. Yeah, it was interesting. It was. Um, the thing is people's shadow sides are coming out so if they have a persona of I'm always a nice guy they're not going to be able to keep it up stuff is going to happen jealousy wow jealousy is a driving force right now People who don't feel their life has turned out the way they wanted or they felt they were entitled or deserved, they are acting out. And it's interesting. 
you have to find a way to make peace with it, right? I've chosen not to engage, but I sure notice it. You know, trying to share something with somebody and they immediately, oh, well, you know, this happened in my life and I did this for this person. Completely cutting you off from sharing what you were going to share. And you're like, okay. Okay. And then, you know, doing things because they felt guilty over what they were doing but didn't want you to bring it up because, you know, they don't want to talk about it or acknowledge it or be responsible or accountable. That's my problem with my family sometimes. I believe in accountability. If I've been an asshole, I will own it. You can point it out to me and I'll be like, I'm so sorry. You're right. You're right. Absolutely. I have. But it takes a very courageous soul to be that way. It takes a lot of courage. Just like speaking out when you are abused and victimized. I'm, I haven't always been courageous in that, for sure. Because it's hard, because no one will believe you, right? It sucks. And so I do believe in accountability, and I, in saying that, I've had to pick and choose. I do know who's receptive to my stuff and who's not being an empath I have filtered myself a lot and because I found just shutting up (laughs) just seemed like a good idea because they're not interested anyway and you know it can be harsh But here's the deal. You can invoke the energy of grace because you balance the stuff that doesn't feel good and situations where you deal with people that want to make you feel less than with being in situations with people who do not, people who are supportive. I have a girlfriend who is hugely successful, and she's adorable. And her and I talk often about how You know, we struggle with women and friendships who don't want to hear about our success because it challenges them. Because if I can do it, why can't they? And they don't want to. And it could be they don't want to because they don't have enough self-esteem or it just seems like too much work. And so oftentimes these are the people that are jealous because they feel it was easier You're so lucky. Mm, Okay. When people say that to me, I just smile and say thanks. Because they don't want to hear, oh, I may be lucky in your eyes, but do you know what I've done to get where I am? Do you know how much work, how much BS I've put up with, how much sacrifice? They don't want to hear that. Because it's easy to say, oh, you're so lucky. I'm not that lucky, so it's okay if I don't do anything with my life that's a cop out totally a cop out but you know what that's also their choice so we get to choose 
our own way too. You know, when you're empathic and you are in a room (laughs) with people and you feel what they're feeling, I don't know that it's possible not to filter your stuff. Because as soon as you, you know, share something fun and you feel their energetic, it's... uh, it takes it it takes away. And we also have to adjust our expectations of other people cuz what if they're simply not capable of supporting you? You're just too much of a challenge to the way they need their world to be for them to be comfortable. You're just too much. I'm sure you know, maybe it's even yourself, people that didn't go after their dreams or be, you know, courageous at times to do things because they were too worried about what other people think or the backlash, and they weren't wrong. Some of the things that I deal with, if I wasn't such a strong Um, self-confident, huge connection to the divine, I don't know that I could handle it so well. But I have figured out my tools, right? I just go spend time with my horses and cows. (laughs) And I have unconditional love from my big, beautiful horse. Absolutely. He's so funny. He makes me smile every day. And then my cats and my dog. I find ways and energies to balance, right? It's never in balance because I also know that we can be obsessive and it's too easy to focus on the negative and the darker parts than it is to focus on the yay. When someone does not support your successes, quit sharing it with them. It's too easy to fall in the trap. Well, I'm just going to do more and more and more, and eventually they're going to acknowledge me. They're going to know. I guarantee you they already know. It's their choice not to acknowledge it. That's on them. Don't take on more than you have to because it brings up our shadow sides. You're also seeing their shadow sides. Have compassion, because what if they're just not capable? Because honestly, the reality is their stuff is preventing them from being able to support you. That's for them to work through. It's not for you to take on. That doesn't mean you don't filter yourself if you feel that's what's necessary. Absolutely. If that's what helps you get through it. But what I want you to do is be aware of filtering yourself and be aware of why so that you can look at your own stuff. I've spent years trying to figure out what did I do 
you know what I did? I'm me. So I'm not going to stop being me to please somebody else. Because it's way too much fun being me. (laughs) It is way too much fun being me. Mm -hmm. So I'm at this wedding, officiating, and uh, they had a microphone there, as I requested. And um, I took the microphone off the stand and gave it to my partner in officiating and for him to do the mic check. And I moved the stand, and then all of a sudden, okay, you have to understand that it wasn't windy, and we were in between two combines. So that's a big hunk of iron, big hunk of machinery. But somehow the microphone stand got knocked over into a combine. And I'm like, okay. And I smiled, and my partner went and picked it up because, I knew who did it. So my cousin that got married, her brother passed away many, many, many years ago. He crossed over. And her dad had just crossed over in February of this year. And so they were sitting in the combine on the bride's side because it was very traditional. Yep, knocking over my mic stand, distracting me. I had to tell him to smarten up. (laughs) I'm a little busy right now but it also brought a huge smile. It also brought an energy of protection that I'm super grateful for because there was stuff said, snarls happened because I was there, standing up there, but it was all blocked and deflected back at them. Thanks. Truly appreciate that support. Because here's the deal. We have support from a lot of energies that are just not on this plane of existence right now. Don't ever forget that. Ask for divine help when you're in these challenging situations. As an empath, we figure out survival patterns very young. We figure out who's feeling what so we can stay safe. There's very few empaths, natural empaths, that didn't, I don't know if we're born with it for survival or we learn it for survival, but very few empaths didn't have some sort of trauma or challenges in their childhood, and they have these energies to stay safe. And I want to remind all empaths to celebrate the good energies you get because you get lots of them. Again, human nature, it's easy to focus on the negative and the dark instead of the positive and the light. You're the ones that can walk into the room and change the energy of it. But you're also the ones that get to pick and choose if you do that or not. Not everybody gets to share in your energy. I know there's energy workers and people that are jealous and they want my energy. If they could steal what I have, and they've tried, they would, but they can't. 
I don't let them. No, it's just a hard no. Does it make our life um, less challenging than other people's because we're empaths? Because in some ways it's more challenging. But there's so many gifts in it. An empath has a natural connection with animals. Some more than others. I don't connect with goats or sheep. It's just not my thing. But I connect really well to dogs, cats, cows, and horses. Really well. Not so much chickens either. No. Hmm. No. No, really. And the unconditional love you get there makes up for the challenges. If you find yourself consistently dialing yourself back and filtering and it gets to be too much, that means you need to change who you're interacting with. You need to do something differently. And you have to sort through the energies to figure out what. Maybe it's join a different group. Maybe it's join um, like some volunteering positions. Oh, speaking of which, I should give you an update on that whole Mean Girl situation. So there was a meeting on Monday, and I was told by the person that I'm pretty sure really doesn't like me that um, I should not attend that meeting because there was going to be a vote whether or not I could join this board if I did not attend. Now, I don't know if I – I'm sure I said this last week that I was supposed to do a presentation, and I'm like, okay, well, no, that's not going to happen. And so – she had told me that, well, this was the rules, and they haven't followed them up till now, but they sure were going to start right now, and that's how it was going to be, and don't be there. Or maybe I could come do the presentation before or after, and I'm like, that's too awkward. <laughs> no thank you. And so um, it was mentioned by another person that, you know, well, maybe I could come a different time and do the presentation. And I said, okay, well, let's just table it for now, because she mentioned it eight, and I said, I can't say yes to that because, I have things going on. Let me get back to you. Well, um, after the board meeting that evening, one of the people in charge phoned me and said, yes, you can, I can join the board. It was no problem. And, you know, one of the people, the person that I know, well, that created all this for me, she had gone to some conferences and found out what other boards do Basically, she didn't want me there, but she found out that others do, and she couldn't stop me. And they also did not vote on whether or not I could join. It was a discussion, and they decided the rules they already had in place were fine, but that I should come in November and do my presentation. Interesting, right? So if there was only one person that wanted me to jump through hoops because she was trying to keep me out and found out that nobody else shared her agenda. So I, I can join, and I'm going to, 
but I am not doing the presentation in November because there has to be some consequences, right? I, and I don't want to go there because I'll feel like I'm trying to convince them that I'm worthy of being in their group. And if that's even a possibility, then I wait. No. So I will go to the next board meeting unless I'm cow shopping, which I might be, and I did say that. But I found it interesting because I got the minutes from their meeting and there was no vote. So totally a mean girl situation, which, come on, we got to laugh about that. Because as women, we know it never ends. There's always those people that will do it. Whether it's jealousy, whether it's on a power trip, whatever it is, always going to be these situations to deal with. And we either choose to engage or we choose not to. But I'm kind of tired of being pushed around. I've kept my mouth shut for a very long time, so I'm not doing it anymore. So I am joining this board. And because I believe in what they're doing, and I do bring good things, because I'm the one tutoring one-on-one with people, and I can bring to the board the successes and the maybe not-so-successes. Why wouldn't they want to know that? Don't you want to know your outcomes? And the feisty ladies that like to start trouble, I know how to deal with them. And the one that really doesn't like me, she's just going to have to figure out a way to get over herself. Because I'm not going to go away. I like what this is doing. I ha- obviously, because I've worked there for seven years. Or more, maybe it's eight now. But yeah, it was interesting. And I have been really working on, you know, all the shadow parts of me that, you know, can be pushy. I could manipulate people if I wanted to. But I do believe in karma, so no thanks. I do also believe in connecting with the divine and going with the highest good for everybody involved. I think that's what my oracle card said something about today, too, on my page. So cool. I love synchronicities to tell you that you're just on the right energy. Because sometimes I spend a lot of time alone. And so I don't always connect with what everybody else is up to thinking and feeling until I get to have a conversation. Because my cows don't care. I know, weird, right? They don't. They're just happy they have bales. Yeah. They just, you know, want to be fed, watered, get a little love sometimes. Yeah. We're all in this together, and everything is for our learning. And if you can invoke the energy of grace to try to get through it, it will be helpful, I promise, because it has a lot of divinity in it. There's also, you know, that energy of not letting them see you hurt. I, that's one of my shadows. 
I don't all I don't always say, look, that sucked. Sometimes, not always, because I don't think they care. And in the past, when I have said, look, let's talk about this, it didn't go well. The other person didn't like having to explain themselves. They didn't want to own their stuff. And it's not that I'm perfect and I own my stuff all the time, but I try really hard to be aware of it and own it. And I try really hard to do better if I've intentionally or unintentionally hurt someone. But we have to look at our stuff, right? And we can't expect other people to look at theirs if they're not willing or ready. And sometimes that's just all it is, right? It's a tumultuous world. There's a lot of um, people right now freaking out that they're going to get busted and be held accountable for their less than stellar actions. The whole entertainment industry thing, I just saw that one of the higher-ups at Amazon resigned because of his bad behavior. I love that this is all coming out. This has been something that has needed to be addressed, acknowledged, and changed. And I'm sure hoping that that's what happens now. I will do my part when I can. But nobody ever listened to me, so, you know, you kind of get jaded. You do. You do. And maybe I'm thinking of putting a course together of owning who you are with grace. It's working for me. (laughs) I still have my sparkle. I'm able to just let things go, focus on the positive parts, because there are so many. Finding a way to make peace with your life exactly how it is without wishing it was something else is huge. Find a way to do that, my friends. Find a way. Because if you can, your world is going to just be full of more good things. Because I do find that we forget to celebrate and have gratitude for what we did create, what we do have. You know, I do smile about being a reverend. I do. I'm the only reverend I know in my family. (laughs) And I have so much fun with it. And even though other people don't know what to do about it, that's their problem, not mine. I'll just send them a blessing and a prayer. Seems good to me. That's where the energy of compassion can come in, right? Because what if they just don't know any better? And even if they do know better, they're not doing better. So sometimes it's even better for us just to take the maybe they don't know any better as a reason instead of trying to find out what we did wrong. 
Because what if we didn't do anything wrong? You know, perception is a pretty personal thing. And what people perceive about you may not have any basis in reality. It's just in their judgments. That's not up to us to change. It's not up to us to try to convince someone that we're likable and valuable. It's up to us to know that within ourselves. Okay. So, you ready to clean your chakras? Some. I feel like this is going to be our meditation for maybe the rest of the month. We'll see. On radio show days, I tune in to see if there's a different guided meditation that would be beneficial. And so far, it's always been the chakra one. So whatever's going on in our world, we need to keep ourselves energetically clean. Because when our chakras are out of balance, we tend to distort things, right? All right, deep breath in. Let's roll. Sit back in your chair. Uncross your legs. Close your eyes. Now begin breathing very deeply, taking full, deep breaths. And with every breath you exhale, you'll become more deeply relaxed. Deeply breathing. Breathing deeply. After the fifth breath, concentrate on the top of your head. might begin to feel warm, tingling relaxation as it moves from the top of your head down over your forehead and eyelids and jaw. Deeply relaxing as you concentrate on the sound of my voice. Pay no attention any sound except for the sound of my voice. For these sounds are everyday sounds of life and cannot distract or disturb you, but will tend to relax you and allow you to go even deeper into this deep, heavy relaxation. This heavy feeling of relaxation is in your shoulders and down your back and through your chest area. Deeply relaxing and breathing becomes very deep, gentle, and rhythmic. And the drowsy, sleepy, 
daydreaming feeling of relaxation takes over. Letting go. Drifting down deeper and deeper. And your arms, hands, and fingers are relaxing. Feeling a numb, pleasant, tingling feeling through your fingers as this relaxation grows deeper and deeper. Feel your stomach muscles relaxing, deeply relaxing. And the heavy, warm feeling of relaxation moves into your hips and into your legs. You are now feeling this heavy, warm feeling of relaxation moving downward into your knees, feeling the weight of your legs pushing down heavier and heavier and feeling your legs relaxing deeply, deeply relaxing. And this heavy relaxation moves into your ankles and your feet and into your toes. As you feel your body relaxing even more and letting go deeper and deeper. As I count from five down to zero, each count will represent deep relaxation and you will feel your body relaxing even more and letting go deeper and deeper. And when I reach zero, you will go deep asleep. Five, letting go. Four, three, two, one, zero. Deeply, deeply relaxed. Deeply relaxed. You're going to visualize or imagine deep, thick roots growing out the bottom of your feet, deep, deep into Mother Earth. Feel yourself grounding and connecting with the Earth. Imagine or visualize a white ball of energy coming up from those roots. There will be two into the bottoms of your feet. Traveling up your leg, you may feel a warm, tingling sensation. Balls of light travel up your legs, higher into your thighs, and then they join together at your root chakra. Now imagine or visualize this root chakra as a ball of red light and you're going to spin it to clean it. You may visualize it or you may feel it. Spinning, spinning. It may feel cloudy or dirty. It may feel really big or it may be very small. You're going to spin this ball of energy until it's shiny, bright, sparkly red, about the size of a baseball. No way to do this wrong. Spinning, spinning. Spinning, spinning. Spinning, 
spinning, spinning. Great. Just a little bit more. Spinning, spinning. Excellent. Whew. A little bit more. Nice. All right. Now that that one's nice and clean, let's move up. If you're having trouble, just ask Archangel Raphael to come help you. You're going to move up to your sacral chakra. This is an orange ball of light. We're going to spin this until it's nice and shiny orange and balanced. Spinning, spinning. Nice. Spinning, spinning. Nice. Spinning, spinning. Great. A little more. Perfect. All right. Now that that one's nice and shiny clean, let's go to our solar plexus chakra. This one's yellow. Let's spin that ball of light until it's sparkly, clean, bright yellow. Spinning, spinning. Spinning, spinning. Spinning, spinning. Excellent. A little more. Oh, excellent. That one just needs a little bit extra. Spinning, cleaning, cleaning. Probably because of the energy of the world. Spinning, spinning, knowing when to speak up and when to keep quiet. Great. Whew, now that one's all clean. Let's move up to our heart chakra, the green one. Let's infuse this one with some sparkles while we spin. Spinning, spinning. Spinning, spinning. Nice. Excellent. Spinning, spinning. Great. Now that that one's all shiny and sparkly, let's move up to our throat chakra. Let's 
spin that ball of light energy until it's shiny, bright blue. Spinning, spinning. Spinning, spinning. Spinning, spinning. Nice. Spinning, spinning. It's another place that will help you know when to speak up and when to just keep quiet because sometimes it is worth it and sometimes it's just not it creates more energy than you may have wished excellent now that one's all shiny and bright blue let's move up to our third eye chakra and our foreheads darker blue indigo color we're going to spin this ball until it's shiny clean and sparkly nice All right, now that that's nice and shiny clean, let's move up to our crown chakra. Located at the top of our head. It's pale violet. Let's spin this ball of light till it's bright, shiny, clean, and sparkly. Spinning, spinning. Nice. Spinning, spinning. Excellent. That one's nice and clean. Give yourself a nice breath in. And you're going to visualize or imagine that ball of light over the top of your head. And it moves down, down through your forehead, down through your throat, giving an infusion of energy as it goes down through all your chakras. Down through your throat, through your chest, through your tummy past your sacral chakra to your root chakra 
Then the ball of light splits in two, goes down through your legs, your knees, your shins, out through your ankles, through the bottoms of your feet, deep, deep, deep into Mother Earth, anchoring you, grounding you, and infusing you with energy, confidence, so that your day is going to be better than you imagined. Excellent. Open your eyes and say your name out loud. Thank you for listening. I have to tell you that um, I feel such an energetic relief. I find as an empath, we don't really know how much we're worrying about something or energetically cleaning it, clearing it, making it safe until the situation is done. I oftentimes wake up with sore limbs because I've been fighting in my sleep. I've been energetically clearing spaces, trying to convince people to behave, things like that. And it's not until it's over and done and it went well or not so well and we can just regroup and relax that it um, hits us and how much relief we feel. I was determined to make this day special and beautiful for the bride and groom and the wedding party and everybody else just behave. And it worked. I'm cool that way. It's how I roll. And so I'm, I, I never realized how much I was doing until after when I can recharge and regroup. It's quite amazing. It's interesting, too, because my husband had a front row seat to all the shenanigans, and he couldn't handle it. When we got home, he had to go and have a nap, and he said, wow, I can't believe all the undercurrents and how you were treated when you've done nothing but be kind. He thinks I should stop being kind to them all, but I'm going to have compassion because really I've decided to look at it as they don't know any better and they're operating from what they know how to do. And it might not be in alignment with me, but it's easier for me to be kind, courteous, respectful, and have compassion than it is to try to change them. Because they're obviously fine with it. Or they would be trying to have a conversation with me, and they're not. So I will honor them and respect their choices. I just won't let it affect me or derail me. I actually use that energy because I've experienced it all my whole life. I use that energy to motivate me, and that's what I'm going to do. So I'm percolating on some stuff because I'm sure I'm not the only one dealing with this. So let's, let's move forward. Let's find peace in our life. Let's have the energy of grace at our beck and call whenever we feel we need it. Let's go kick ass in life, people. Wishing you all a wonderful rest of the week. Big hug. I'm going to start sharing some things that I'm working on. So my website is going to get busier. My Facebook page is going to get busier. I actually joined Instagram. Not sure how that's going to go yet. I tend to jump in and then figure out the details later sometimes. <laughs> might need Instagram lessons. We'll see. So big hugs.
Remember your divinity. You got this. I'll be back next week. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com. dot com.